The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We're happy to be back. It's been a little hiatus, and uh, this is our first show back. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, just to be back. We're happy to be back. Before we get started and say hi to everybody in the chat room, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. It's been, what, three or four weeks now? Yes. And I was miserable without my friends out there listening to all the crap that I talk about and all the crazy stuff I talk about. Today, we're talking about tits. Well, the reason why I'm bringing up the subject matter of tits is because Eileen Shapiro is coming on, and I want to ask her some very, very important question about tits, and she's the woman to answer. So let's hope that today we can have a lot of fun and that my mind doesn't go blank because of all the um, surgery I've gone through. I just had a triple bypass three weeks ago, and the doctors uh, said that I would be like weeks and weeks before I got better. And I told them they were wrong. Um, I left the surgery table and they began to walk me because they walk you immediately. And I was loaded out of my mind on morphine and uh, uh, coding. And I was resenting the fact that they were holding me and making me walk. I wanted to do it on my own. So I broke away and I said, listen, I can do the cha-cha. And I proceeded to sing one, two, three, together, cha cha cha, da 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 da, and they grabbed me. Well, I was I was a wild man from then on in. They kept souping me up with dope and drugs and crap, and I got crazier and crazier. And my doctor said that my stay could be anywhere from four to five days. Well, by the fourth day, they were pulling plugs out of me, tubes out of me, and throwing me out of the hospital. Because I was out of my mind. I was saying the communists are taking over the country. They're invading this hospital. I mean, I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Just wild stuff and crazy stuff. And then, of course, the healing uh, began. And um, that was a horrible nightmare of nightmares. You can't sleep. You can't turn. You can't twist. You lie on your back. Then your back begins to hurt you because you're on your back so long. And then everything seems weird. My mind is still not clear, clear, clear. Uh, I understand that um, the amount of blood that goes through your heart, the heart pumps the blood throughout the body. If the blood does not get to certain parts of the body, the body doesn't function there. So sometimes my mind goes a little off. 
because I'm not getting enough blood to my brain. But in weeks to come, that'll change because as the uh, triple bypass heals itself, the blood will get, the heartbeat will get stronger and stronger and push the blood where it's supposed to. Most people who have this surgery survive it wonderfully and feel fabulous afterwards. Um, I feel fine for three weeks out of surgery. It's an amazing thing. It's a 12-week recovery. Yeah, and the doctors can't understand why I'm doing this. No one can. All of you out there who love me and I love you back, worry about me and said stay home and rest and rest and rest. I'm resting. I'm seated in, in our leather chair. That's an electric chair, you know, with those chairs that move around. Recliner. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine. And I suspect that we're going to have a very interesting show. So let's say hi to everybody. First of all, the, the chat room is filling up. We have Boomer Mays, football player extraordinaire. Hello. Eileen Shapiro is in there. B. Claudia from Germany. Don Hinton from Cal Bakersfield, I think Don is. Teresa Sabin from Florida. Backpack John is here. Um, I don't know if I said B. Claudia. I want to thank all you guys. You um, uh, for all the daily like messages and, and nice notes, B Claudia and Teresa and Don and, uh, backpack John on Twitter. Everybody's always sending me how's Ron doing and everything. So we really appreciate all the support with that. It's all really good. Oh, and Angela Joseph is there. I'm sorry, Angela. Angie baby. Yes. Angela Joseph is there. So we're all <clears throat> rocking and rolling. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun today. And, and thank you all for the flowers, the cards, and all the love you gave me and the prayers and the support and the positive energy. I firmly believe that if you surround yourself with positivity, uh, you will overcome whatever it is that has uh, knocked you down. If I would have given in to this heart thing and felt a victim or felt a patient, I would be behaving like a patient. And once you get in that you're a patient mode, where you can't use the toilet, you can't eat, you can't walk, you can't pee, you can't with all that bullshit. When you fall into that crap, you're finished, successful. It pulls you down. So the minute you have any kind of a problem with yourself, fight it. Get out there and say, listen, this is not who I am. Ron Russell is not a triple bypass patient. Ron Russell is who I am and who I'm here. So that's all I want you to know. But thank you so much and for all of your care. You're an amazing soul. You're a winner. They love you. You have a positive outlook. There's all kinds of wonderful things. Be Claudia too. I want to thank you. She made a great like. We're coming back graphic for us today. That's on Facebook and Twitter. And um, everybody's Thanks. been really great and wonderful. So we don't have like real like advertised guests today. We do have Eileen Shapiro is going to come on, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Sue Wong Gala because we've never talked about it since we. No, been and I here. also want to talk about tits. Yeah, and we're going to talk about tits. And uh, uh, also, we've got a bunch of cool guests scheduled for the next couple of weeks coming up. So we'll talk about that and interact with everybody in the chat room. And um, I don't think he has a watch on today, Don, actually. You don't have a watch on today, do you? I certainly do. Oh, he does. Oh, look look at that. Even My watch matches my chartreuse shirt. And that's the very first 49 watch we ever got. Right. It's a chartreuse and powder blue uh, wristwatch. There you go. It matches See? the chartreuse. I, that's pretty good that you had that going. What the fuck do you think? I'm dead. <laughs> no, I mean, but, he acts like I, he acts no, like but just to remember that. Though. Oh, uh, to remember that. I, I remember you, don't I? Yeah, but that's different. No, it's not. Remembering a wristwatch, remembering you is the same thing. Yeah, right. Thanks. A waste of time. <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> 
That's not funny. I mean, how ridiculous. <laughs> he remembered a wristwatch. What the fuck is that all about? I remembered a wristwatch. Anyway, so we've seen everything that there is to sell. Artist Miss Kim just joined us. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Um, Miss Kim, we hope you're doing well. And um, Don says, yippee, she knew you would. I have a question out there. Okay. We never get political on this show, but I'm not going political because Kaylin Jennings, what's his name? Jen Caitlin Jenner. <laughs> what is it, Kayla? Caitlin Jenner. Kayla, what the fuck is it? Caitlin Jenner. Just say Bruce Jenner as a woman. <laughs> no, Caitlin Jenner is running for governor in California. And I, I want the question answered. Does she still have a dick? Does anybody know? Did he have his dick and balls no, removed? He no, he didn't. No, he did so. not have his dick and balls removed. So therefore, he is the same thing I was for 40 years. He is a man working in drag. I had gowns and fake tits, and I look like a woman, but I had a dick and balls. I never cut mine off. Nobody ever called me a there tranny. Go. <laughs> no one ever called me a transgender. Nobody ever called me a tranny. They called me a female impersonator. And I was very happy with that because I did that for years and I made a lot of money. But you're not a, well, you weren't a man in a woman's body. I mean, a, a woman. What the in fuck do you body. think I was? I was, what, what was I? Know, I? But you don't, didn't think that you were just playing it. Like they all think that they were like, they are really transgendered. So. Well, I really didn't want to be a woman because when you drive with big tits, they get in the way. We can ask Eileen about that. Yeah, tits are annoying. I mean, I had tits, big tits, because I portrayed Jane Russell, and Jane Russell had big tits. Not really, 36B. But anyway. Eileen says you should put on a dress and run for governor. <laughs> I, sh I should put on a dress and run for governor. She's right. I have news for you. I clean up this fucking country real fast. They yeah. they wouldn't know what hit them. If I was the president of the United States, That's not boy, no, I'm not going. <laughs> boy, would I make things better and different and get rid of all of this bullshit with no freedom of speech and changing words around. And now Snow White, they want to stop you from watching Snow White because she didn't give the prince permission to kiss her. Well, in today's movie, she should have given him permission to fuck her <laughs> because that's what the movies are all about today. But permission to kiss Snow White, a fucking cartoon kissing a cartoon, and we're going to make an issue of that? We're going to put a warning on that video so that when you watch it, it's it's not polite because the cartoon, which is not human, doesn't have a pussy. The cartoon did not kiss the prince who doesn't have a prick. So what the fuck are they all up in arms about? I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I think the world's gone insane. That's why when Shapiro comes on, we're talking a serious conversation about tits. There you go. They said Ron for president. So in the meantime, you guys, lots of cool stuff is coming up. And um, I feel like I echoing in here. Do you hear an echo? That's because you have your legs open. <laughs> yeah. Shut your legs and there won't be an echo. No, it's still That's an, an echo. old joke. That joke is so fucking old. I remember doing that joke one time in the subway. I was riding the subway with a very dear friend of mine. She was a sexy, gorgeous broad. She had on a mini skirt. And she kept saying to me, doesn't this subway train sound weird? I hope it's not going to blow up or break. I said, why? What do you hear? She said, I hear all kinds of weird rumbling and noises. I said, well, keep cross your legs and the noises will go away. <laughs> <laughs> I was piggy boy even when I was little. Yeah, that's true. 
Oh, we also want to thank everybody because I don't think we haven't been on since we won the Snobby Awards, you guys. So we want to thank everybody who voted for us in the Snobby Awards. We won uh, two of them. We won Best Live Show and Best Podcast or Podcast of the Year. And actually, Ron went on to accept the award when we were there. And he was like four days out of surgery or five days out of surgery. And he was actually very funny. He was super doped up. And, uh, and I was surprised, like, that's what made me think maybe we were going to not have to miss any shows, but that was just cause he was so doped up and he doesn't take, take well to painkillers. And so he's, been I, doing I, this I was never it. a dopey, you know, once <clears throat> true story, my sister-in-law was a dope addict. All right. On my, um, on my wife's side and we were good friends. I was visiting LA on business movie or something and we all went out to dinner my sister-in-law myself and her girlfriend who was another dope addict so and they were hookers one was a hooker one was a dope addict so now we're out to dinner i'm with the hooker and a dope addict and they're goofing on me because i'm so straight laced and because i don't do drugs and because i was you know a hippie that wore gucci and they made fun of me so they gave me a quaalude this is a true story i swear on my children after eating the quaalude, my face hit the table. I was unable to come to. They grabbed me by my ankles and dragged me out of the restaurant into a Volkswagen, proceeded to drive back to Hollywood where my sister-in-law lived. They then grabbed me by the ankles and dragged me again across Franklin Avenue into the apartment, and they left me laying on the floor. Well, that was the only time I ever had any kind of an experience with feeling like a dope addict. And I thought to myself, first of all, they ruined my Gucci jacket with the applicates. I had Gucci appliques on my shoulders. Secondly, why on earth would anybody want to go into that condition? Why would they want to be where they're not in control of their minds? And thirdly, I had nightmares. So I was never, ever, ever, and I'm not playing daddy good shoes or two shoes or any fucking shoes. I was, I mean, I was a pervert in every other way, but I was not a dope addict. I didn't like smoking pot. Pot made me hungry. I ate everything in sight. Um, pot made me outrageously wild. I would take my clothes off, dance naked at parties. So pot wasn't for me. Drugs don't do well with me. They didn't do well with my father either. And they don't do well with my daughter, Deirdre. We're very allergic to um, sp certain kinds of drugs. So for those of you out there who love getting stoned on pills and taking all of these horrible drugs that are so damaging down the road, why? I don't get it. Let me know. Actually, too, because me and Nina, I'm, I'm totally like drug-free. I've never even tried any of those drugs. Right. So also, B. Claudia said that Caitlin did have reassignment surgery in 2017, so she doesn't have a prick. Oh, so she has a pussy now. Yeah. Well, if she has a pussy, then she's a tranny. But if she has a dick, she's a drag queen. Yeah, but she's not. She's not. She's a pussy. I mean, she has a pussy. <laughs> I can't I, I don't know why that man would want. I mean, he's not even a pretty woman. I mean, he looks like a man with a hat, with a wig. Poor, poor. We shouldn't talk bad about the poor guy. Poor girl. Now she's a, a girl, girl. Poor girl. They get very offended. You know, and people might say, oh, Ron is terrible. If you knew how many trannies I have for friends, you dropped dead. I know trannies way back to, uh, there was a famous tranny in New York City. And he, she would walk on every corner with a big stamper, rubber stamper, and stamp her name. Uh, what was her name? Carol. 
Carol was here. We were in a taxi cab driving down to Greenwich Village and a whole gang of us in the cab. And she turns to the cab driver and she said, do you want to see my pussy? And the cab driver leaned back. He said, come on, you're a guy. Who are you kidding? Well, she got crazy. She said, no, do you want to see my pussy? He said, you don't have a pussy. She said, I bet you the fare down to the village that if I have a pussy, we get this ride for free. Well, we stopped. She opened the car door so the light went on. She never wore panties. She showed the, the cab driver her pussy. And the cabbie said, oh, I know. You glue those rubber things on. Well, she got so mad, she punched him right in the face across the seat. Got out, started kicking the car, cursing him out. You stupid motherfucker. That's a real pussy. You wouldn't know. And she went on and on and on. So I will never forget that evening. I was crawling on the floor with laughter. So actually, everybody in the chat room says they don't do well with drugs. Angela Joseph says, especially alcohol. She can't do alcohol. Even Tylenol messes her up. And now we have Eileen in the, in the coming in. So we're going to like let her in. Let her in. Hi. What, hey. Well, I don't like what you have on. What's this bullshit about? Wait, <laughs> you look like a judge. I didn't want your heart to stop, so I didn't wear anything risque. How about it? How about if I saw your tits, my blood would rush. Exactly. Everywhere. What, what, you look like Everywhere. a judge. No, you look like a judge. What have you got on, Your Honor? Oh, it's a Calvin thing. Look. Calvin Klein. Oh, I, I don't like you today. <laughs> change well first i want to ask you a question and this is very serious hang on we gotta okay. welcome her hey everybody we want oh. to welcome new york times best-selling author super badass cool chick eileen shapiro to the show hello and welcome Hi. <laughs> who, who, who we love and adore and whatever we talk about is surely out of lug love not lug is out of love um well, eileen you, you were drugged up like the day after surgery when we talked. Do you know what we talked about? No. Do you want me to tell you? I don't even remember talking to you, yeah. <laughs> we talked about your big penis. What did we say about it? Lots of things. We talked for about an hour. About my wang? How what? dull how how dull is that? No, it wasn't dull to me. Well, it's it's resting now. It's in it's in a peace mode. But anyway, <laughs> no, seriously. I was on Sadie Katz's show, which is a really good show, whatever it's called. What's it called? Partial Nudity Podcast. Right. And I brought up with Sadie, all these beautiful young girls we know that we make movies with, that we go to red carpets with, they all have tits. Whether their tits are real or... Like your, like oh, yours. shut your fucking dog up. You got one too now. Like our dog does the same thing. Oh, go close the door. She doesn't shut up. Oh, that my. Unless I bring her here. My, oh, you can bring her in. Let her. My, my. way we could watch you take a shit again. All right, hold on. <laughs> again, people don't know that. That's so funny. You guys, good times with Gabe was doing an interview with somebody, and and Eileen's dog went in the background on the bed and shit behind it while he was doing the interview. You could see the dog taking a shit on the pillow. It was hilarious. So I, we thought that was classic. It was just hilarious. I forgot who he was interview who he was interviewing. That's her grandson, Gabe. Oh, he was, was interviewing, interviewing Ron? me. Oh, he was yeah. interviewing Ron. You guys, look, he was look interviewing how cute. Ron. Look at the dog. Oh, you guys. she is a precious flower. This is Fiona, everyone. Oh, she is precious. I guess people haven't really met Fiona yet on our show. Nope. You guys, so this is Fiona. You've seen her on Instagram and Facebook. She's gorgeous. Oh, first of all, let me tell you, my, my darling, you look beautiful today. You cut your hair. You got rid of that 
purple shit. You're back to being a sexy blonde. You look absolutely beautiful. Thank Could, you, Ron. Can't, can't look pretty unless you expose your breasts. I can do that later. Okay, but anyway, getting back to the Sadie Katz show and the question <laughs> to, that I want to give. I saw that show, Ron. Okay, so all the women that I know, and I know the most beautiful girls in Hollywood, they all have gigantic tits. Now, we go to a red carpet, and they all hang those tits out. One is out doing the other one. Who could show more tit without nipple, okay? And they're posing like who is. They've got their asses sticking out, their tits sticking out, they're licking their lips, they're doing porno poses. Why? Why? Men are not allowed to enjoy it anymore. Men are not allowed to say, oh, my God, Eileen Shapiro's got some set of rocks. No, you're a bad boy. You're in trouble. You could get arrested. You're the only person who actually gets to say anything. Because I don't give a shit about this country anymore. That's why. <laughs> because this country is falling into shit. It's falling into too many taboos. Too many. You can't say this. You can't say that. How do you like Snow White? Oh, they like it when you say breasts. Say oh, breasts. breasts, my ass. They're tits on <laughs> When, look, when I was in bed with my wife, I said, let me suck your tits. I didn't say, may I suck your breasts? Give me a break. Men are men. Men like Eileen Shapiro. There's not a man I don't, and I'm not lying, folks. I'm not making this up. There's not a guy that we don't introduce her to that doesn't want to fuck her. I said, what do you got, a vacuum in your cunt? I mean, <laughs> every man just gets sucked right there. It's like, it's like you open sesame. And there you go, whoosh, right in. Sexuality is an important thing. The moment our government tries to take away our sexuality, we are a doomed human race. Breasts, tits, knobs, torpedoes, water bags, headlights, whatever you want to call them, are the first things that we have in our mouth when we come into this planet. We suck our mother's breasts. And therefore, the rest of our lives, we respect women's breasts. I think it's disgraceful that we are no longer allowed to make comments on them. Even if they're sexual comments, they're clever, they're funny. I don't mean be a degenerate, stand in a corner jerking off saying, come over here, I want to see, see your tits. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't mean crap like that. But I mean, if, if I see Eileen Shapiro in a very low cut gown, and her, and her sisters are smiling. I'm going to make a comment and say, Eileen, you like look... they were at the Suwong. At, well, we're going to go there, but not yet. Anyway, I want to know from Eileen. I'm going to shut up now. And I want to know what Eileen Shapiro thinks about tits. All right. My mother always told me because she had big tits also. She used to tell me if you have it, flaunt it. So my whole life I've been flaunting it. You wonder why men, you know, like me and want to, want to have sex with me because... I don't have that stigma. You can't see my tits, honey. They're there. You're going to see them. And you know what? To me, it's like holding your hand or kissing your face. It's the same thing. It's part of your body. Just get over it, men. I mean, people. Just get over it. You know, I love my tits. I love to walk around with them exposed, even the nipples. So no big deal to me. <laughs> so then you're <clears throat> not in favor of all this... Um, putting tape over our mouths. Men, no. Are no, men are no longer men. No, 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 no. You know what? Everyone deserves freedom of speech. And if you don't like what they're saying, then you walk away. Exactly. You don't have to listen to it. Nobody says you have to stay and listen to it. 
You just walk away. Exactly. Bob Hope used to make more jokes about Jane Russell's tits than anybody because they were best friends. And every time Bob Hope was on TV, if Jane Russell came on his show, he would call her bumps, lumps, or whatever. He always made reference to her boobs. Jane never minded. She thought it was very uh, funny and playful. Um, she made a career out of her tits. Good for her. And they were only 36B. They weren't torpedoes like you've got. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, listen, God made me born this way for a reason. Don't you think? I mean, yeah, they God gave you a big penis for a reason. I think to, that God to, to, to make to make Jimmy yell "ow." Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. <laughs> so anyway, no, but a little bit more about this because I want to get back to this freedom stuff. How do you feel about Snow White being censored? Because the prince did not get permission to kiss her to awaken her. I think it's so dumb. So silly. Now, who do you think is doing this shit? I don't even know. Nobody ever gives their name. I wish somebody would say, my name is so-and-so, and this is why I want to stop Snow White. They also got rid of a bunch of the cat in the hat stuff. Right, which is even silly. Cat in the hat, which, but not green eggs and ham, which is my favorite one. I mean, these are cartoons, fucking cartoons. They're not people. They're fake. You know what, though? Everyone wants to be noticed. So they think of something stupid like that to be noticed. I don't know who did it, but I guarantee you the person that, that did it is making money off of it somehow, some way. Guaranteed. Oh, Guaranteed. Absolutely. And how about this in school? You're not allowed to refer to your parents as parents any longer. They have other names now. So when your grandchildren go to school, they cannot call you grandma. They have to call you something oh, else. Oh, yeah, that's in New York. Because I never heard that. What are they supposed to call? Oh yeah, they have. They have Jimmy's going to look it up. All the look new, well, be, because there are so many diversified families, children that have gay parents, children that have um, blind parents, or whatever. It's a whole bunch of shit, and they don't want the other children to feel superior because they have a mom and a dad, and maybe you have two dads. So they got rid of all the titles. For um, mom and dad and grandma. So and what grandma. are you supposed to call them? On, hey, the I'm person, I... the person that lives at home with me. I mean, that's kind of dumb. Well, they're doing this now in New York. I have not heard that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jimmy's looking up the new names. He's going to give them to you, and we'll see what your grandchildren have to call you. <laughs> you should see what they call me. I can imagine. <laughs> Can you find it, babe? I'm looking. I'm looking. Keep talking. Because we don't want dead air. But anyway. They call me Glamour. G-L-A-M. That's what you are. That's what you are. Glamour. Uh-huh. <laughs> here, we, here we go. There's all different kinds of things. You're not supposed to. Okay. Um, you're not supposed to. Uh, you're supposed to avoid phrases like diverse and minority in favor of person of color or marginalized identity population. And to trade words like husband and wife for spouse or partner. And oh god dang it, hang on. It's it's in New York too. It happened. Is that a school <laughs> in New York? Um uh, the guys the students are co- oh wait, where'd it go? Hang on. Uh we'll talk for a second. I keep looking. I'm looking for it. So you see how demented the world's getting? It's crazy. Yeah, you're supposed it's to like use no words like you're life. supposed you're not supposed to use words like you're supposed to use words like people, folks, and friends instead of boys, girls, guys, or ladies and gentlemen. 
because they're not inclusive. I don't know how they're not inclusive, but how are ladies and gentlemen? Not I don't know. And you're not supposed to call your parents your mom and dad because not everybody has a mom and a dad. A lot of people only have a mom or a dad. And so you're not allowed so? to call. So you're supposed to call. I think you're supposed to call them parents, not mom and dad is what it is. Parents. What's a grandma? So what do you say about your mother? My feminine parent? As opposed yeah. to my masculine parent, I mean, how do you? Separate? I, I, I that one I couldn't help you with. Uh, that one I can't. Uh, but it is in New York that happened. New York school discourages phrases. <laughs> you know, my kids are all teachers. Wait, I tell them this. They're gonna laugh. So hard. <clears throat> well, don't laugh because people are making a big deal about this. This is becoming, you know, protocol. When you now, if you're a writer, you're a, you're not only a book writer, but you're a journalist. You're an interviewer. You have to be careful when you write now. Yes, that's true. Because you may refer to somebody as a, as a father, and they come back and say, "Fuck you! I'm not a father. You cunt! I'm a parent." That's I like true. I like I like that language better. But um, you know, I can understand what, the fucking language. I like that better. Yeah, but no, I can understand when I was growing up, the word "fag" was offensive. The word "kike" was offensive. The word "nigger" was offensive. Yes, they were very offensive words. You have very. to use gen. You have to use gender gender neutral language. You can't parents instead of mother and father, child instead of son or daughter, chair instead of chairman. Uh, the phrase submit his or her resignation will be replaced with resign. What is the difference? Wait, wait, wait. What, what's the difference? I, 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 couldn't help, I couldn't help you with that one. This is all politifact. <laughs> <laughs> but getting, getting back to those dreadful words that I just used, I'm happy those words have gone away. I'm happy the word fudge packer and faggot and queer and homo. I'm Believe glad. me, they're still there. I, I know they're still. I'm, I know they're still there, but I'm so happy they're not in my world. Of course not. You know, we have you so many. What? Well, let me just say one thing. Oh, by the way, a message from um, my beautiful sweetheart. Um, and my brain, did, blood didn't get there. My, the one I love, Lily. Lily McLeod sent me the most beautiful message today. Wishing me so well and how much she loves me and how she's been uh, praying for me. We'll have her on in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're having Lily on. Lily McLeod is a black woman. Lily McLeod is a black woman who came from the gutters of Pittsburgh or somewhere. Lily McLeod's mother was a prostitute. Lily was forced into prostitution at 14. Lily's uncle was a murderer and put to the chair. She's from Harrisburg. In Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Lily McLeod is a little black woman who can sing better than Barbara Streisand or any of them. Lily McLeod pulled herself up from her straps, shoe straps, and became today who she is. She never said, I'm a black woman. I'll go nowhere. Nobody wants me. People hate black people because that's bullshit. I love, love, love Lily McLeod. Probably one of my closest, dearest friends. What did that have to do with the conversation? I have no idea. I'm loaded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jerry Giangelo and, and Aubrey uh, are in the chat rooms from Rocket Pick. But wait, wait. Point, point is, Lily's listening in in Germany. I believe she's in Germany now. And she's listening in, and I told her I would talk about her. We love you, Lily. We love Lily. Lily has a voice that was given to her by some angel. No human being could possibly have a voice that she has. I would say she's as good as Patty LaBelle. 
Um, Lily will be on our show in a couple of weeks. Lily will be coming to the United States. Lily will be our house guest. Lily will be appearing as soon as I book her in the Purple Room in Palm Springs. We're going to have a major event party for Lily when she comes. Uh, and I know it's going to make a lot of difference in your life, people, when you hear her sing. She's fabulous. She's the best. By the way, everybody in the chat room is saying they would never call their parent parent. Like they would go, hey, parent. They would never go, hey, parent. They're always going to say mom or dad. So the shit's ridiculous. It's just jacked up. No, so I've, heard, I've heard young kids today call their parent, hey, fucko. I know, but those are like the kids of nowadays kids. You know, I mean, what they call their parents today, some of these kids is amazing. I ever called my father fucko, I'd go right through a wall. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wouldn't know what hit me. Right through the wall, he would have punched me. Or call my mother. Yet, yeah, if I called my mother fucko, that would have been worse. She would have ran for my nuts because my mother did that. She said, you're too big to beat up. She couldn't hit me with a wooden spoon anymore. So she used to go for the nuts. She said, I'm going to grab them. And when I grab them, I'm going to twist them. And you're going to see stars. So I would run upstairs in my bedroom. My mother was smart. She knew where to go. Go for the jewels. Right, Eileen? Let's talk about Eileen and, Eileen and jewels. Any jewels coming your way? Mm. <laughs> COVID is doing it, huh? COVID sucks. I but know. you know what? We're almost done with it. Let's yes, we are. We're, We're almost, almost done. done with it. So I'm gonna. I don't know about you guys, but I'm gonna make up for a double time. So I'm just telling you both. You probably. I, I, you know. You look so beautiful with that hair color. I love. It. Right Thank now, you. no. Right now, you're my favorite Eileen Shapiro. Oh. No, really. Right now, I, I love the look. You look younger. And I you look. No, I'm talking about what a lovely smile you have. No, but look how beautiful she <laughs> looks with the with the haircut and the hair color. She looks younger and fresher. I can't explain it. She so anyway, let's talk about what we all went to because you guys, Eileen flew out to L.A. Now it was a month ago because that was the weekend before Ron had his heart surgery. We did the Suwong Designer Estates red carpet event, and Eileen and I read, ran the red carpet. We had great volunteers who helped us, and all kinds of celebrities who came. Uh, Billy Hess came along with Mark DeAlwis, his uh, husband, the, the fabulous hairdresser. Billy took pictures. Sue Wong was fabulous. There was an after party. Tell us, tell a little bit about it from your perspective, and then we'll all talk about it, Eileen. Go. Okay, so it was probably the best party I have been to in a really long time, if not the best ever. Okay, the wet, everything from the weather was beautiful to everyone that came, and we we had some like super big people. We had uh, Messiah bassist Leland Sklar. We had Scott Page. We had all the rockers. We had uh, Chris Wise from Hollywood Vampires. We had Chris Pittman from Guns N' Roses. We had Billy Zane from Titanic. We had uh, Kit Kennedy, socialite, um, the daughter of um, Robert F. Kennedy. We had, help me out here. Well, we had Ken Davidian from Borat. <laughs> and we also had Claudia from Wells Life. from Claudia Wells from Back to the there. Future. Not to forget Ron Moss and his wonderful wife. Mm -hmm. Devin DeVasquez. Yep. They're Devin. coming on the show in two weeks. Right. You know who Ron Moss is, folks. The number one soap opera star for like a thousand years. <laughs> no, really. He was like, I don't know. He's been around forever. He looks gorgeous. Gold and the beautiful. Gold and the beautiful. He's still stunningly beautiful. You know, we had a good conversation off the living room in the flower room. And he has the cutest dog. Yep. And he told me the most interesting story. Now, you have to remember one thing. When you're 
in the public eye and you tell media a story, it's never going to be sacred. It's going to get out there. So I might as well get this story out real quick. Oh, shit. Ron Morse Ron is about 20 years old. He receives a phone call from Mario Valentino, the designer. And Mario Valentino is telling him how handsome he is and how he could model for him and how wonderful he is, blah, blah, blah. Now, these phone calls continue, and Mario Valentino keeps calling Ron Morse, telling him how wonderful he is. Finally, he said to Ron Morse, I'd like for you to fly to Rome. I'd like to meet you. Maybe we could discuss doing a layout of my clothing with you. So Ron was flattered. They sent a plane for an airplane for him. They flew him to Rome. And when Ron Morse got to Rome, he met with Mario Valentino. And after dinner, Mario Valentino said, I would like to have sex with you. And Ron Morse said, gee, I'm sorry you brought me here for that because I'm not gay. And Marlon Valentino said, everybody's gay. And he said, no, they're not. I'm not. And he got on the next plane and went back to uh, California. I thought that story was very, very interesting. And they still he still dresses him because he just did a, a picture. Right. And I thought that story was very interesting because I'm a gay man. And that Ron um, Moss opened up our friendship with that story. And Ron Moss, by the way, you guys, has this dog. Ron and Devin, his wife is Devin DeVasco. I love her. She's my she new won, best friend. She won the very first Star Search supermodel contest on Star Search. She's been in a ton of soap operas. She was a centerfold for Playboy. And now she's on The Bay, which has like 10 Emmy Awards, I think, or something like that. And so is Ron. And they have a three-pound dog that has its own Instagram page that has 50,000 followers on it. <laughs> Such a cute dog. The dog was so cute, and when he was at the party, he was, like, walking around, and he was, like, so little. I mean, because your dog, like, look out. Your dog's only, like, eight pounds, right? It's No, it's only five pounds. Five yeah, pounds. Like, dog's like, only five like, pounds. Our, like our little guy. Ours is seven pounds, so theirs is, like, really little at three pounds, fully grown. And they had him in a pocketbook. And they had him in a pocketbook. I love Devin. She's in my like, a guy. Louis Vuitton pocketbook. <laughs> yes. Louis. No, but she, Devin's my new best friend. So, so you guys, we were at the event. We had a great time. We had all these great volunteers. I, I don't remember everybody, but Jerry Giangelo and Aubrey, his girlfriend, who are in the chat room, they were our volunteers. And Diane uh, McClure was a volunteer. And Jerry Davis. Sherry Davis, Dave Bailey, um, uh, Mike, Dupree, Mike Ferguson, Dupree. Jeff Dupree, uh, Tanya Dupree, Mike Ferguson, Mike Ferguson. Um, Ben Stauber. Um, I don't know. We had 10 or 11 fabulous people who helped, and then they all went to the after party and had a blast. Um, the red carpet was awesome. Uh, Brian Sebastian was there doing interviews. So was Gary Devin Dotson. We had all kinds of great photographers there. Um, food and drinks with a big open bar. Um, Sadie Katz and Miles were there. Jessica Cameron was there. And I didn't do the red carpet because Sue invited me as a guest, not as a uh, worker. And I was flattered about that. Sue and I have really hit it off well. Um, we've connected because we both understand the realism that life needs. You can have as much sugar coating around you as possible, but if you don't have a little bit of realism in your life, your life is shit. You know, too much phony, too much perfect, too much money, too much wealth, too much grandeur, too much bigness, too much fame is awful if you don't have that little teeny bit of realism in your life. 
Sue Wong, unfortunately, is a very rich, poor woman. She's surrounded by people who adore her. I asked her, I said, how many of these people that adore you do you think are, are real, are, are fake? She said about 98%. <laughs> so when you hear somebody say that, and there's a room full of hundreds of people, you begin to wonder, why are they there? For her food, for her party, or for her? Most are there for the above. I, I'm going to brag. I've been to the best parties in Beverly Hills over the last 40 years with movie stars that would, you would drop dead if you knew who they were. I was at Greystone Mansions where they filmed the Barbra Streisand movie to a, the biggest gala in the world. I have been to parties that you you couldn't believe. Uh, Barbara Lux's son's bar mitzvah at the Bel Air Temple. They brought in horses and barns and stables and cowboy boots and food, and they made it a barn mitzvah. And the rabbi had a fit and wanted to throw them out of the, the temple. I have lived and seen so much. And I know the Hollywood way. Nobody gives a shit. It's all fake. So with my relationship with Sue Wong is we have it between us, not between the world and us. Sue is a lovely lady. She's nothing like you think she is. She is not a pretentious show-off braggart. She's a woman who shares, who shares all of the beautiful things that she has with you. She wants you to enjoy them with her. She wants to teach you methods of making your life better, ways to deal with the vampires, as she calls them, the awful people who come and drink your a wine and eat your food and then say how horrible your party is. She wants you to learn that having so much and sharing is a lot better than just keeping to yourself and bragging. Su Wong, with the bottom of my heart, my heart's broken right now. I love you. There you go. And I really mean that. So wait, I have a cool story about this whole event also though. So you guys, Jim Beaver was there and Jack O'Halloran, who we had on the show. And so the night before uh, we went to this party, we went to an Italian restaurant. I forgot the name of it. Frank's. It was called Frankie's. Frankie's, okay. Frankie's, Frankie's. yeah. And it was Jack O'Halloran and his uh, companion and Arrow, the singer that we had on a couple weeks ago uh, with her father, and Billy Hess and Jack O'Halloran's attorney and Mark DeAlwis and Eileen and Ron and I. Is that everybody? That's everybody. Yeah. Okay, so everybody was taking pictures with Jack O'Halloran, and there was this really pretty lady sitting at a table next to us with her father, who who was hard of hearing, and um, and so she was like, "Oh my gosh, you know what? What's it, why is everybody taking pictures?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, that's Jack O'Halloran, and he was in the Superman movies, and so people are taking pictures with him because he's been in a lot of really cool movies." And she's like, "Oh, really? My husband is writing a book on who was the other Superman? George Reeves." I think she said, "My husband's it writing, was George Reeves. Mm -hmm. writing a book on George Reeves, who's the first Superman." Yep. And I said, "Oh, you want to meet him?" And she said, "Really? I'd love to." And so I said, "Okay." So she went over there and met him and took a picture with him and came and sat down. And I said, "Oh, that's cool. You know, when's your husband's book coming out?" And she said, "Oh, he's writing it around work because he's an, also an actor." And I said, "Oh, who's your husband?" And she said, "Jim Beaver." And I said, "Jim Beaver from like, uh, oh no, I forgot what the fucking show he's on. He's on Deadwood. Jim Beaver's from Deadwood, but he's from what's the movie that Chad Lindbergh? Supernatural. He's from Supernatural. He's from a million things. He's done hundreds of things. And she says, "Yeah, that Jim Beaver." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, your husband's hot." And she said, "I think so." 
And then I introduced her to Eileen and I told her we had this big red carpet event the next day. That's what we were doing there. And then like a dummy, I didn't know if we could still invite people. So we went outside and then Eileen's like, did you invite him to the party? And I was like, no. And she's like, you dumbass, you should have invited him to the party. So Eileen went back in and, and, uh, and invited him and, and, invited his him. and, uh, and then they, and they came and we had such a good time with them. And Jim Beaver, I mean, for a TV guy, he's like, he's AA list, you know, as a TV star. Um, he's been in so many phenomenal things, but Deadwood is a huge thing, and so is Supernatural. And and they were really nice. We had a great time, and we hung out with um, Chris Pittman from Guns N' Roses, and they went to the after party. And at the after party, all the bands played, like uh, the Think Experience band with Derek Day and Will Champlin, who's the son of Bill Champlin from Chicago, and he's got two Grammys of his own, and he was on The Voice. And Ron Moss performed, and Scott Page was playing the saxophone, and Debbie Gaffal, come player also. Oh, yes. But now listen to this. Secrets are secrets, okay? And a secret was kept from all of us. I never knew that Billy Hess could sing. I never knew that Billy Hess for years rehearsed as Elvis Presley. I never knew that Billy Hess went in all contests to win the Elvis Presley uh, lookalike or singalike award. Now at Sue Wong's party, uh, I think it was, uh, who told me? Somebody told me that Billy Hess impersonates uh, Elvis Presley. It was Billy that told you. <laughs> was it Was it Billy? Well, so I went, <clears throat> right, I went up to Sue Wong and I said, can I have permission to announce Billy Hess as singing uh, Elvis Presley? She said, certainly. So I went up and I said, everybody, now we have Billy Hess impersonating <laughs> Elvis Presley. Well, he did such a job as Elvis that my mouth fell open. The room went dead with silence. He was absolutely incredibly fabulous, better than Elvis. And I, I Instagram live the whole thing. So like uh, Angela Joseph and B. Claudia and stuff were watching live, you know, from home uh, in, in Colorado and in Germany while we were like doing it, which was freaking awesome. Like, so Billy's a multi-talented person. That's right. No, it was very cool. Who else performed? Debbie somebody. I forgot her last name. Debbie. Oh, my God. I forgot, too. <laughs> Holland, Holiday. Debbie Holiday. Debbie Holiday. Debbie Holiday. Then they <clears throat> Who has been on your show. Yep. Aubrey. Aubrey, who's in the chat room, sang some opera for us. She was fabulous. And then they wanted Eileen to do a strip tease. But I warned them. I said, if Eileen does a strip and she takes off her bra and spins around, she's going to knock every lamp over, every vase over, and smash everything in sight. So Eileen did not do a strip. <laughs> How do you know I didn't run? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, I missed it. I she missed did it, it afterwards. When we went. And, and so you guys, in this house, too, it's called the Cedars, where the after party was. It's a home that has been the home for, like, Bella Lugosi and Johnny Depp. And who, who else has been in that house? Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. The doors. The doors. Um, I mean, uh, Jimi Hendrix. All, all like Jimmy total. Hendrix, yeah. Um, in so, fact, we we, in we slept in the Jimi Hendrix room. And that's the room he wrote Purple Haze in. Right, and, so, and it was an it was a very comfortable room. Oh, and Marcel Waltz was at the event with Sarah French, right? And Tyler Gallant, and I, there was a whole bunch of other celebrities. I just can't remember all of them. Oh, uh, um. One of my all-time favorites of, uh, from the Jimmy Star show. Um, what's her name again? I forgot. <laughs> and he's he's not even old. He's not even. I old. always forget her name, but I love her so much, and we're gonna be maybe working with her on a movie. Um, did you did you like take some of his drugs? 
No, you know what? I always have a trouble. Did with you? Her did, name. Was it Jennifer? Jennifer Rubin. Yes, I, I just couldn't get the first. Ava. Name. Go- Jennifer- a- Ava Gardner. My God, when you look at her, she's Ava Gardner. I sat with her on the lounge, and I said, "Let me look at that face." I said, "Move to the right, go, turn to the left, look up, look down," and she did. I said, "You have Ava Gardner's face." I remember her from 1970 because I've always used ambush cologne. Is that what I use? Ambush? Obsession. Obsession. That's what I said. <laughs> I've always used obsession cologne. It was in the 80s, though, not the 70s. Whatever. And she was the model. And I remember how beautiful she was. Oh my God, she was gorgeous. Breathtakingly beautiful. I love her. She's like one of my all And she favorites. was one of New York's models for years and years and years. And now she's grown into a very beautiful uh, older woman. Beautiful girl, and I love Jennifer. She's very sweet. And No and Olga from Revolution were there. Don't right? don't, mm-hmm. don't even start with those two. I love them to pieces. Now I get a, an email yesterday from Olga. She said I changed my name again. It's not Olga. Now she's somebody else. Well, you know what? She wrote a book, and she just received her first royalties yesterday, and it was a medical book. She's a genius. She's a genius. Yeah. Like how you use like pot and stuff like that to like make you better. <laughs> right, but how did what what's her new name? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know she had a new name. Oh yeah, she wrote to me. She said, Ron, I love you so much. So when I write now, it's not gonna be signed Alga. It's gonna be signed and then she has this whole list of names. So her character. middle name is Eileen. So sometimes she uses that. I've never heard that oh, one. Oh, Meg is mm-hmm. Meg is in the chat room too. She says you look great. So say hi to Meg. My my Meg. Yeah, you're Meg. Meg Rudick. Yeah. How many other Megs? Do hey, you know? Maggie, baby. How are you, honey bunch? Meg yeah. and I had the most wonderful four hour conversation two days ago. Uh, her husband Alan is a uh, lung specialist, and he had some problems with his back, so he had surgery. So he and I were in the hospital at the same time, and Meg said she was really worried about the both of us. Now, that's a friend. When a friend can compare you to the worry of a husband, that's a friend. Meg, Meg is wonderful. Oh, so Love let's go back to the party. I'm looking at pictures. So we had John Walsh from Player. We had Kenny Aronoff, you guys. Drummer extraordinaire was there. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> um, we had, let's see, Claudia Wells. And what were the two girls that were in the tribute band, the Guns N' Roses tribute band? Okay, they were Jenna. I don't know how to say her last name. S Y N D E, and we had uh, Rachel. They anyway, they were both from um, Paradise Kitty, which is an all-girls band, and the only recognized um, Guns N' Roses tribute band. Yeah, they're freaking they, awesome. They were fun. Oh, and they I forgot awesome. Julianne Philput, who's been a guest on our show, and she volunteered to help us. Awesome, and she was awesome. Julianne. Also, Philpott. I'm so happy every time I go to a red carpet or an event. To see the most beautiful girl in the world, Cosmina. Oh, Eugenia! Yes, Eugenia Cosmina is like my new my new best friend too, and and she is just stunningly beautiful. She could be a Grace Kelly lookalike easily, and stunning, beautiful, down to earth, sweet, shy, and fabulous. And she's married to Miramax, so you know that shows she looked, how she looks beautiful and she's real because she doesn't throw that all the models were beautiful too. yeah but she didn't yeah. throw she didn't throw my husband his miramax shit at you she doesn't ever do that never does that just a sweet lovely gentle girl love her did we say leland scar scar was there 
Yeah. And then we also had what's the guy? Oh, Vincent DePaul. Vincent DePaul was there, who I know he's thirty years ago. He's got a couple of ago. Emmys, and he's also in the Bay, and he's uh, he was in the Poseidon Adventure or Poseidon or whatever, like the the eighties. And and I met him at the Silver Spoon thirty years ago with Shelley Winters and Jane Russell when we all used to hang out there at the diner, and he was a kid, and he was trying to make it in the business to start. And seeing him at Sue Wong's party was so nice. I said, "You made it, Vince. You did it. You you became who you wanted to be. Hats off to you, sweet guy." We had a bunch of directors there: Scott and Greddy. And, oh yeah, you know. Scott and Greddy was there. Yes. Um, Lainey Kazam was supposed to be my date, but her daughter wouldn't let her get out of the house. She said, "Ma." Your second shot, two weeks is not up. Don't risk it. No, she didn't have the second shot yet. She was oh, she, Lainey have didn't it, have yeah. the second shot. Um, but I'm going to see Lainey in about two weeks. So it was all good. So anyway, to, we had to a, discuss our movie that we may be doing together. We had a fabulous time. The whole thing was fun. One of my favorite parts of the uh, performances was actually Will Champlin. Like, cause I guess I've never really like listened to him that closely. And like when he was singing, I think he sang Hallelujah or something. I don't know what he's saying. He whatever. Yeah. It was, it was like so awesome. It wasn't even funny. And I love the drums. When the girls started banging on those huge drums. <laughs> no, I like that shit. It was tropical or, or exciting looking. You know, oh, to- the golden girl dancing troupe. They were, um. Yeah. That turned me on when they were banging those drums. Boy, I was gone. And of course, I sat next to my Sue Wong. We held hands throughout half of the performance, um, making our. And we had our, Shaolin Monk. What was his name, Jimmy? Oh shit! He I was don't so know. cool. Who? The Shaolin Monk. Everybody wanted to meet the Shaolin Monk. He's like the, the head Shaolin of the Shaolin North. Monk was the oh, I, I met. I oh, come on! Are you kidding? I, I was took in the a picture with him. I put my arms <clears> right <throat> around that monk. Mm-hmm. I was I was in the kitchen with Sue Wong, and he. And Sue said to him, Ron's getting a surgery tomorrow. So he got both hands. He put one on my chest and one on my back and held it and said that everything is going to be successful and fine. We know whether it was theater or not, it was very kind of him to do so. Also, Dave Hughes from the UK just joined us. Hey, Dave, what's up? Dave, hey, sorry. chat room, by the way. He That's didn't right. want to say hello to the chat oh, room. Oh, say hi to everybody in the chat room. They're all like writing so fast I can't even keep track of And Dave them. Hughes, I want to apologize for... Eileen Shapiro's rudeness. Yes. And not wearing a low cut top. She wore the the judge. <laughs> Here come the judge. Here come the judge. You do kind of look like a judge, actually. She looks like a <laughs> fucking <laughs> judge. Yes. Yeah. You look hold like on. a judge. Hold I'm, on. Yeah, hold on. I think Uh-oh. it's hard. Yeah, let's go in the bra. That, that's not even good. Oh, that's good, though. That's, you, can no, tell this. you can tell she's got boobs, though, now. Yeah, but they don't look good. <laughs> No, there's no no. fingernails are green. Stupid chair is low. No cleavage. That fucking neck is too high. Hold on, It's like a Popeye the Sailor top. Now, there, Dave. Dave Hughes just came. There you go. Okay, Dave Hughes is happy. Andrew Now you look. Now you look like Eileen. You know, sir. Sir, sir. Listen, if I ever shaved my head, nobody would know who I am. Oh my God. Okay, and Eileen, if you wore a strap down and no tits showing, Angela nobody, Joseph, nobody oh God, would know Ron. who you She's are. She's another one with the big boobies. Yeah, but nobody would they know. They are the sisters, she said. No one would know who Eileen is without those tits. Nobody. <laughs> so, so when you were at the event, what was your favorite performance? Uh, me? 
Yeah. My favorite performance was what she was doing with Billy Zane in the bathroom. What she was doing with Billy Zane in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> no, it was Chris Wise licking you and Billy Hess. <laughs> I know. That was freaking me out. Like, you guys, Chris Wise is from the Hollywood Vampires. Anybody do that's like that's Johnny Depp, Steven Tyler. Alice um, Cooper. Alice Cooper. Oh no, Alice Cooper, not Steven Tyler. My bad. It's somebody else though from Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, and Joe something. Yes, from 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 Aerosmith. But he's in that he's in that band, and he was and he was super he and he was super like music. he was super wasted, and he came up to me and I was talking to him, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, he grabbed my head and took his tongue and licked the side of my face, and I was like, yeah, this is like. <laughs> I was like, this is COVID times. This isn't really like fucking really like that kosher for me. <laughs> and so then I immediately ran to the bathroom and like washed my face. <laughs> and you washed it for two weeks after. Yeah, I kept washing my face because I was just like, oh, my God. There's this like famous guy licking my face. And uh, I, I didn't do anything. He licked my face. I gave him my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave Hughes says that's rock and roll. That's true. It is rock and roll. And it really was an amazing night to have so many different people. Um, there's fashion people. There's socialites there. Um, there's Sue Wong and all her friends. And we invited all the people. And, and I don't think a single person had a bad time. Everybody had a good time. It got written up in many, many publications as like the, the Hollywood event, you know, so far of the year and of actually like the last whole year. Um, and well, she got credited for having the first red, red carpet and that opened up everything for Hollywood. So, yeah. OK, listen, if we're going to throw roses, let's throw roses where they should be thrown. Sue Wong said to me in private, Jimmy and. What was her name? The girl with the big tits. I said, oh, you mean Eileen? She said, yeah. Jimmy and Eileen did the most fabulous job with my party. She said, I couldn't have been happier, more content, more, more thankful. She really thought you guys did a brilliant job. As far as I was concerned, it was okay. But, you know. <laughs> Do you remember Jimmy yelling at us on the way there? <laughs> Please. All I know is I went nuts when the cakes disappeared. I ran over to Su Wong. I said, somebody stole all the fucking cake. I didn't get any. There were six cakes out there, one more delicious than the other. And they never served it. And suddenly the cakes were gone. And I said, Sue, what's going on? Who stole the cakes? She said, they went over to the main house for the after party. And the red velvet cake was awesome. I, oh, I, have, I, I have a really funny cake story, so. Okay, go. So one of the cakes had black roses, and Billy and I, we just had to taste those black roses. And we only tasted a tiny piece, and our teeth turned black, and we couldn't get it off right in the middle of the party. I, I was, I didn't eat the, I only ate the, I, well, I only, the, I only the, ate the, the red the, velvet cake. The big silver cake, I don't think was real. That I think was it was. It. That was the, the big silver it had, cake. Yeah, the big silver cake with black roses. But it was cardboard. It was cardboard. No, no, no. no. Billy bet me that it wasn't real, and I said, that's real. So we took a rose off, a little tiny, tiny The rose was horrible, horrible. It turned our teeth black. We were walking around for the rest of the party with black teeth. We couldn't <laughs> get it off. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. It hurts when I laugh. Um, it was really fun, though, and I, and I had a good time doing the whole Instagram Live thing. It was fun because... Angela, mostly Angela and B, because it was like super freaking like late. I don't know what time. I mean, for Angela, it was like three o'clock in the morning or something. Uh, but the best part was the next day when everybody left. 
And then the house is filled with thousands of people cleaning, pushing furniture back, vacuuming, dusting. And I looked at Jimmy and I said, this is what I want. People to clean my house like that after a party. Wait, I mean, don't you have Jimmy? <laughs> what? Don't you have Jimmy to do that? Jimmy doesn't do shit. I hate to tell you people. <laughs> Jimmy makes money. You know that. You and Jimmy are workaholics. All you do is work, 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 make money, make money, make money. Everything in your life and Jimmy's life is about the business. I don't exist. And you're lucky you don't have a guy in your life because he'd be with me complaining how he doesn't exist. But that's not exactly true. You, you don't hear the, like, my side of it. I wish I did. You Really? Everything that Jimmy does, and you listen to me very carefully, everything that Jimmy does, whether it's work-related or party-related, centers around you. I swear. How does that happen? My children and my new little baby dog. How does that happen? How does that happen? True. There we okay, so we were in the car with Jimmy. We were, um, we were going home, and you stayed at the party. He must have said your name. 50 times in 10 minutes where I actually had to say, shut the fuck up. Everything <laughs> out of your mouth is run, but that's him all the time. And you don't know that, but now you know it. Yeah. But you don't know that he's out of my mouth all the time. Also, you yes, have to I do know it. No, you don't yes, know my, I do know it. my, you don't know my friend, Terry Vecchio on Long Island. She's dying to know you. She wants to meet you. I said, you're never going to make it as friends because you're so straight laced. You're a housewife. You you were a virgin when you got married. You know, you're nothing like Eileen. Uh, you know, nothing. Anyway. Hi, Terry. <laughs> t t Terry, Terry. Terry's listening. But when I come to New York, when I, when I come to New York, you're both going to meet. And you know what? You're actually going to find that you're both the same people. You just uh, march. I don't march. know about that. We do just... I'm not a Long Island housewife. That I can tell you right now. No, I know that. I don't say you're going to run off together and do each other. What I'm saying is that you're going to like each other and be nice to each other, be my friends, because you're you're all work. Uh, it, you really don't have friends outside of business. But I love all my people in my business. They are my friends. Me too. I, that, I know. <laughs> that That's the two of you. That's what the fuck you think I was saying. <laughs> Anyway, when we, when we come, I love my business partner more than life itself. We when we when we go and I love you back and when we go to New York, I want to go to the queer steer and eat. It's not the queer steer. <laughs> oh, oh, please, Eileen, 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 help me, please. I can't wait. I, I, they had the best freaking like fried shrimp. I ate it twice, two times. And I used to go there with my children when they were little and had the liver and onions. And now because of my surgery. I think my liver and onion days are over. What? what do you? What you're a nurse? Could I still eat liver? It's full of fat. Yeah, but you already, you already just have. You got another fifteen years before you need the surgery again. Maybe twenty years. So don't worry about what you eat now. Just stay away from the salt and stay away from from the carbs and the sugar. Not because of the bypass, but because of all your other conditions. Well, yeah, when you're 80 years old, you get a lot of conditions. 81 in two weeks, you guys. Yeah, we know hey. we're, we're still coming to New York. We hope. Oh, good. We hope. <laughs> and, and we're staying with you. That's not so good. Well, if you don't come to New York, we're having your birthday party without you. You can watch on Zoom. <laughs> no. No, seriously. I mean, staying. Oh, they said liver's good for you in the chat room. Yes. 
Staying with you in your house, Eileen, probably will be the end of my life. <laughs> no, seriously, because that sicko is going to get there, I'm sure, somehow Hess is coming to town. And you, Hess, and myself, and even Jimmy, together we are just not normal. Uh -huh. do, do you realize we never stop laughing? Pretty much. What do you mean, pretty much always? If people ever heard the conversations that we had in the car. What a, what a reality show. What a reality show, oh my God. We would be canceled in like two seconds. We would be in so much trouble. Like hell we would. <laughs> like everybody would be agreeing with us and saying they talk the truth. You know, I don't like bullshit artists. You know that, Jimmy. I know. I can't stand anybody that's like a fucking whore. And then comes off like a virgin. Oh, I could smack those bitches. Oh, that's why they like you so much, Eileen, because you're a whore and you don't come across like a virgin. No. <laughs> I, I, first of all, Eileen is not I, Eileen is not I a whore. It. You are not a whore. That's you right. are a free She's very selective. You are a free spirited woman. There's a difference between a whore works and Angela Joseph says the ratings would go through the roof. She's probably right. Wait a minute. <laughs> a whore a, a whore has a career and gets paid for being a whore. Eileen is a free agent. Eileen does with her body what she wants. She has no. What, what, what the fuck? She's, she paid you as a whore. So <laughs> that's my point, you dumb fuck. I mean, did I marry a genius or did I marry a fucking genius? You, you talk to me. It spins you around in circles. So let's talk with Eileen. So, okay, you met all these rock stars. But like, if okay, and you can't say Adam and Ann because that, that's like an old like thing. All Adam. right, all right, go on. All right. So, that, that, that's an old. You were have I forgot to mention John Tempesta from the Cult. Oh, big one, and thing. he was super nice. Super nice, and he didn't lick us. Yeah, he didn't lick us. That licking thing is the only thing I didn't really like. I didn't like that licking thing. Um, so then I shouldn't oh, have given him my phone question. number. Okay, so so since you have a fetish for rock stars, and that you seem to like to fantasize about rock stars, so. <laughs> Besides Billy Idol and and, uh, and Adam Ant, like who's a rock star? Like if you were gonna get to fantasize, let's just say you're gonna get to go out with them. Whatever happens, happens. I don't want to say you're gonna like blow them or they're gonna have sex or anything. Jimmy, that's disgusting. Like who's the rock star that you would like to go out with? Uh, after Billy Idol and Adam Ant, it would have to be. You know, I'm I'm like opening my horizons a little. I mean, I would do that. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Alice Cooper's cool though. Like, I uh, believe it or not, when I had my clothing store, he came into the store next to us. So you did him? No, I didn't do him. I, I didn't really get to. See, I saw him, but I didn't get to say anything. But he came in, and so did the guy, the, the crazy one. I forgot his name, but he came in and, and bought coffee at the place next door. Um, but I didn't really, you know, get to like meet him or anything. Um, but I've seen him, you know. Does Paul's. this story have a point? No, she picked Alice Cooper. Uh -huh. oh. Definitely Alice Cooper. But you know what? Like I said, I'm expanding my horizon. Well, you know, you already know Rick Springfield in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, Rick Springfield. Though. He's a, he's a really cute one, though. Like, I, well, what I, what about all the rockers here that want to bore oh, you? Don, Don, no, no, we don't talk about that in public. <laughs> we don't talk about that <laughs> no. in public. No. Tell oh, them no, Eileen. Oh, oh, I'm not going to talk about it. But, you know, you, you're not you're not saying how many of the, the rockers here you could bowl. Well, you know what? I probably could. And I even might. So let's not mention any names. So. 
That's right. Actually, <laughs> Art, Artist Miss Kim says, Leaf Garrett singing Put Your Head on My Shoulder. Don Hinton says, Rob Zombie. Cambria says she loves Alice Cooper. Miss Kim says, don't pick on rock stars. We're not picking on them. Like, oh, I, we love them. Oh, my God. We did you, did, did all of you did all of you know that I know Leif Garrett? Le, Leif Garrett's mom and my friend Perry Winkler were good friends. Lee Winkler of Global handled Leif. Leif was a very young boy and a beautiful young boy. And I would see him up at the house in Shaw Place in Beverly Hills every Sunday for brunch. He and his mom were a regular. Nicest kid in the world. Then somehow he got in an automobile accident with a friend. And he killed a friend in the automobile accident. I've never seen a human being deteriorate so quickly as Leif did. He went from the sweetest, nicest little boy to the most screwed up kid you've ever seen in your life. I've tried to reach him because Caroline, Carolyn was his mother. Lovely woman. I had a very good friendship with Carolyn Leaf uh, and Garrett. And uh, he never responded. I've tried to get him on the show, too. Yeah, so I don't know why, because he liked me a lot. We used to have a lot of fun. He was a huge star. Yeah, but we used to go out by the pool and talk. And I'd say to him, did you have a girlfriend? He'd say, no. I'd say, you don't have a girlfriend? I said, half the world wants to go out with you. He said, yeah, I know, but I, but I can't I can't date half the world at, at once. Wow, that dog has a big bark for a little dog. Yep. So like also, B, B. Claudius is Adam Lambert, and of course, Brian May, and, and Boy George, which you probably wouldn't like want to date oh, Boy George. Boy jo I would do Boy George because I interviewed him. He's like, he's very spiritual. He's amazing. I would do him. Yeah, except for that he's like gay. Uh huh. <laughs> What's your point, right? What's your point? That's gonna What's stop. Point, Jimmy? <laughs> that that's Jimmy. gonna stop Eileen. Yeah, that doesn't stop Eileen. Eileen. Gay men don't stop Eileen. Never. Mm -mm. I, I don't care if you're gay straight. Doesn't oh, Miss Artist Miss Kim also says Brett Michaels. You like Brett Michaels or no? I don't know who that is. Brett Michael. Brett Michael Poison, right? I think that's Brett how Poison. about yeah. How about Michael Damien? Rock on. Eh, he's like too vanilla. She likes the really like rocker rockers. So you like the dirty ones, the real down and out dirty people? Not always, but just not the really yeah. vanilla ones. They had to at least have some kind of um issue, you know? Being like a being a biker. Story, backstory, or 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 something. Being a back a biker. How um, about how about well, let me my, see? My new favorite group is going to be Testament. Oh, you watch, yes. Oh, which we tell everybody what's going on real quick because we need to promote that a little. Okay, so, um, well, you probably have it in front of you. On May twentieth, um, Alex, the guitarist, um, from Testament, Alex Skolnick, is going to be on Fan Room Live, um, for a meet and greet, and. You can look on Testament's page and you'll see that and, and where to get tickets and, and all kinds of instructions. You can also and go to Fanroom Live. You can also go to fanroomlive.com. Okay. And um, um, the lead singer, Chuck Billy, is going to be on a new kind of meet and greet called um, Intimate and, Intimate Intimate and Personal. And personal. And uh, Chuck Billy is going to appear on that. And it's, it's going to be really cool because you can, just like I'm talking to Jimmy and Ron, you can talk to them. 
So that, that's kind of a cool thing. And, and Testament you... is a, a really, really cool, one of the best heavy metal trash groups on the planet. Thrash, thrash groups, thrash metal, thrash, thrash metal. <laughs> now, thrash. I, don't, I don't know that I'm allowed to talk about this, so I'm just going to throw it out there to you, Eileen. Is there a Soho Johnny event happening in June in New York? Um, there is a Soho Johnny event, I believe, will be happening in July. In New York City. In New York City. Um, we'll let I'm you guys sure, know when we I'm know. Sure of, it, it's going to depend a lot on, on the situation with COVID and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen yet. But there's something going to happen this summer. I mean, they got to stop with the COVID already. It's bullshit now. Now we're getting well, to the point. Well, it's not that. It's John, Johnny a little bit. He's a little bit on. Um, they say Harry Styles. Styles. They say Harry Styles. So hold on. Well, now we're adding. Look who's to there. Twazil is there. Hey, hey guys. Twiz. Now we're adding to our conversation, you guys. Twism white piece. And uh, so hello. Twism and, with the big white piece. Hello, Twism, and welcome to the show. Hey, hi, guys. Twiz. How are you? Hi, Eileen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Ron. Say hi. Ron. Say hi to the chat room. Yes. Say oh. hi to the chat room. Let's, hey, say hi to, let's say hi to everybody in the chat room first. Let's give them all their loves in there. And, and Sabin and Lady Lake and Sweet Bee and everybody. You guys, man, I absolutely adore all of you. The way you're so supportive, the way you just are always so amazing. I mean, I wish Don't I had a hundred of y'all. Oh, that's, that's what I said. Sweet Bee. Yeah, Sweet Bee is in there. Bee, you there you go. All right. Now yeah. you can talk to Ron. So I, I want everybody yeah. to know, first of all, Twism has sent me a text message every day. For like three for three months for three weeks every day, just at, checking in to make sure Ron's okay and how's he doing. Um, so and, and and Twism's done a whole bunch of stuff to help uh, do promotional stuff uh, for us uh, since Ron's been uh, laid up a little bit and everything. So I wanted to bring him on as a as a thank you for all the stuff that he does. And also, you guys, he wrote our outro song, the Jimmy and Ron song, which I freaking love. So, so and, uh, and Twazil is a good rapper. I hate rappers. But Twazil raps fun. I like his rapping. Maybe it's because I like you so much that I like your music. Because I really hate your music. I believe the character, <laughs> the, the character should be more important than the music anyway. So. Yeah, no, but I, I think you're probably the next me. I was you. No, seriously. <laughs> I was you when I was young. The way you are with your wife and children, I was with my family. The way you are with your new baby, I was with my daughter. Daughter's... And I see so much of you, and how does it work? I see so much of myself in you as a younger man. You know, Twizzy, good gets good. Hey, Scott Page, what's oh, up? Oh, what the fuck is he yeah. doing here? Oh, yeah. Scotty Page. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Go back to the farms. <laughs> How's it going, Ron? I'm so happy to see you, buddy. Looking yeah, well. well I'm not... doing what you do best, antagonizing me and everybody else online. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Scott, there's an old Italian expression saying, you only tease the ones you love. Mm -hmm. That's correct. That if you correct. don't love someone, you don't give a fuck about them. You don't even mention them. They don't even exist. Ah. Like, like, I love your wife so much. Uh, thank you. I really love, no, I love John Wayne. She's the best in the biz. I love, she's a sweetie pie. And I, Look at his hair. And I want to see her. That's that what hair. Scott, I, your I new don't. hairdo is awesome. It's all <laughs> stuff. It's the same hairdo. It's the same hairdo. It's just probably messed up. 
No, it, it looks really, really good. Yeah, look what you had, you had your hair done. Looks he's great. got the whole green thing going on. Makes the heart grow fonder, right? That's all. <laughs> no, no, it looks pretty. It looks, yeah, it looks like really good. Green. You know, oh, we, you go. we still have a luncheon date. You, that demented, bearded lady, that crazy fuck with the Leland. beard. Leland. <laughs> Leland. Leland the nut. We have, because, you know, he lives not far from you. And I said, right. Jimmy, Jimmy and I should drive in. And we guys... And of course, your lovely wife I'm inviting should go to lunch together. So Dave, so, so Dave, when Hughes, I, give me a couple of weeks. Hang on, Dave Hughes in the chat. When room. I get back from New okay, York, wait, wait, let me talk. Wait. Dave, Dave Hughes in the chat room says, "I'm sure that's a rug. No one as old as Scott can have hair like that." Not true. <laughs> no, it's a real deal. No, Scott's hair is real. It's his tits that are fake. <laughs> There you go. So uh, B. Claudia is in the chat room. Give a shout oh, out to B. Claudia. B. Claudia. Hi, B. There you yeah, go. Sorry, I, I haven't been on Facebook for like months, so I'm missing all the craziness that's going on. There, so. uh, but we had a great time at Sue Wong's and you were great oh, yeah. on the saxophone. I did a live I did a live Instagram with you playing the sax and it got it got 100,000 views. And, you know, nice. I, keep, I keep saying Scott Page plays so well. I truly feel one or two more lessons, he would be great. <laughs> I you got to step so. it up. Scotty, you got to step it up, man. You got to step it up now. I definitely got to step it up. <laughs> also, step it up. Twism, I need you to say hi to Dawn Hinton because she keeps asking. Oh, hi, Dawn. Yes, hey. she's so awesome. We, Me and my wife were just talking about how awesome she was yesterday. Yes. There you go. There you go. So, Scott, baby, you, yes, went, you went to the Malibu house. Yes. What's that? Space. What's what's that hut like? Totally different than the uh, Cedars, which is for those out there. It's this the Cedars is this 1920s Hollywood mansion that's been completely restored. It's like a giant piece of art with incredible art objects. That's her one house. The Malibu house is the total opposite. Beautiful property overlooking the beach. I mean, an incredible view, uh, but it's real modern, heavy modern art. Totally different than the other place. But we had a wonderful time. It was a beautiful day out. All a great bunch of people, and we we jammed, we played. We had the, uh, you know, the lovely and talented Derek Day and Kenny Olson played, and uh, Nord Fisher came, but he had to leave, so he couldn't play. But uh, we had a we had a great time. It was wonderful. You, know, you were there. You, what happened? J Jimmy, 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 and I were invited to the Malibu thing. So was Eileen. So yeah, I, I almost did it. I almost blew out. Wow. Eileen was, was late. No, 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 no. Let me let me ex <laughs> let me explain something. Quiet. I have to explain why Eileen did not go to the Malibu thing. Oh, okay. Because Eileen said she could surf in on her tits and couldn't do it. Yeah, the way the, the way she stood up. she stood on both breasts as surfboards. And she almost made it to Malibu, but she wound up down in Long Beach. No, I didn't go because it was the next day was Female Parent Day. Is that how we're supposed to say it, Jimmy? Yes, Female Parent Day. <laughs> I, I wanted to be there, but of course it was an impossibility. I still had tubes coming out of my chest. Ah. I, I look like a space person. But look at you now. I know, right? And no, look at me now. Good. Three weeks after surgery, my doctor will never believe it. I can't believe it either. You know, well, I feel, you know, it's all in the head, babe. If you want to be ill, old and sick, be old, old and sick. But if you want to be Scott Page, young forever, <laughs> you know, still taking lessons on a saxophone, <laughs> yes. you, could, you could do that too. Oh, there he is. Oh, I'm gonna, 
<laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, look who it is! Oh, he kissed you. That was cool. You know what? I love you. you know I what? Love you. When your when your mouth came so close to the camera, it looked like a pussy talking. <laughs> 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 well, I'm. You're the pussy I'm talking to. I love you. Hey. I love you, you degenerate fucker. I'm Listen. too young for this. I'm too young I'm for so, this. I'm so, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I just wanted to say I'm so glad that you are doing so well. And um, man, the world yeah. just is not the same without exactly. your presence here. Oh, uh, thank it's you, sweetie pie. And I want to again mention your book. Because being held up in bed for days and weeks and shit going out of my mind, I was so desperate, I said to myself, let me look at his book. Out of desperation, I did. And I went pa page by page, and I read and I looked. I love that book. Everybody get his book. He gives the finger to you. It's a wonderful it's book. Called everybody, it's called Everybody Loves Me, and you can get it at LelandSquarsBeard.com, right? And if ever you have a triple, yeah. by if ever you have a triple bypass, get a copy. It's good to look at while you're in bed. <laughs> Hi, Lean. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I love Hi, the picture. Hi, hey, Lee. How are you, Lee, brother Lee? Hi, Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. Hey, Leland, Leland, I don't know. Do you know Twism or not? Say hi, Twiz. Hello, hi, Twiz. Mr. Sklar. Or should I yo, just yo, say yo, Leland? Yo, yo, Is yo. it Mr. Sklar or Leland? You know, uh, Mr. Sklar was my father. I'm Butt Cheese. Uh, okay, Butt Cheese. Well, Butt Cheese, I mean, it is an honor to meet you, man. You're you're truly uh, you're truly a legend, man. I'm worthy, unworthy, I'm unworthy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. We're all in this game together. There you go. I love it, man. I love it. So how are you, how are you doing, Scotty? Did you have That's a good right. did you have a good time at Wong's party? Um, You're good. I had I had a great time at the uh, at the first one. I was unable, I was working, so I had to leave and I still yet to be up to the Cedars to see all that. Um, looking forward to that opportunity. But what Ooh. a fabulous hostess. So you, you know. missed you missed all the good shit. The second yeah, part. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I saw, I saw the few people that I really wanted to see. I got to hug Eileen, and it was worth every effort I made to put the squeeze on her because she is oh, absolutely the best. Well, Su Wong still is yeah. Su Wong is still hysterical. When I was on the red carpet with Eileen, I just grabbed her tits and I kept jingling them all over. And Su Wong almost fainted. She said she couldn't believe it, but she got the biggest. <laughs> kick out of it she went hysterical laughing so we have red carpet pictures by getty with me jingling eileen's tits don't you, don't you don't you wish don't you wish you were gay so you could do these things he doesn't yeah, anyway well i just stand around and i jingle i jingle my balls right but i mean who doesn't want to jingle eileen's tits they're, they're like clouds jingle balls, jingle balls. <laughs> Yeah, but when you guys wait, I think Scott Page. I think Scott Page should do a little saxophone about jingling Eileen's tits. Write a song about it. <laughs> Make it a whole song. Just <laughs> a good honk. So, how, so well, I, Leland, how was that? That that that, that big hug with Eileen because what? like she would have to make her tits go through your beard to actually touch you. God knows um, what went on under was, that beard. That's like partying the Red Sea. It was, like... it, it was the best hug I've ever had. Did you get wood? 
Um, I got it. I had I had a to- I had a toothpick, but that's as much as I can. Say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, schedu- I'm scheduled in two weeks to get an adjectomy. Adictomy. I can't laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, her, her, laughing hurts. Oh, Leland, real quick, say hi to everybody. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Say who? Hi, chat room. Hi, chat room. I love you guys. This is this is so great. I, I'm actually sitting here on a hammock for a moment. <laughs> and uh, and now I'm going to run in and get ready to head off to work. Thank God I've got some work. There you go. Good for you. So what are, you... are you allowed to brag and tell us who you're going Wait. to work with right now? Uh, are you still? Are well, you still... You're going to work. Ron? You're going to work. Can I just yeah, actually. He's releasing the, the past couple of days. Are you still doing gardening? Uh, absolutely. There's. Wow. My roses are going crazy here. I love roses. Look how beautiful yeah. the garden. Oh, oh, actually, uh, oh yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful garden, Leland. Yeah. Beautiful. Go- I love your garden. Beautiful. You oh. are a welcome oh, yeah. guest. One anytime you're in town, come this way, and you can come out and hang out in the garden. Oh, thank love you, it. sweet. Well, you know, we're planning something with Scott and John Wayne, uh, a luncheon right. in uh, where you got Glendale. Soon, oh, soon as I'm better. So Leland, before you go, you gotta like yeah. tell everybody what's coming out Friday because Eileen was gonna do that, but now we'll let you do it. Uh huh. Let Eileen do it. She's so much more interesting than me. Okay, Eileen, stand yeah, up and show us your tits. <laughs> Leland has a record, a single, and a, and a video coming out on Friday. Ooh. That's probably gonna be the coolest video on the planet, and. The most fun, funky record that anyone has ever heard. Sorry, Scott. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good band. It's a good band. It's a good band. Yeah, it's, it's a really good band. It's it, totally I'm with you, Eileen. That, that's the A-team. That, that's the A-team right there. Those guys are the A-team. Well, we just I'm need a, a sax solo. There you go. We just need that's a right. sax solo. So it's called The Immediate Family. The song is called what, Leland? 345. 345. The video is coming out Friday. Yeah. And, and the band is awesome. And uh, everybody needs to watch it and watch the video and buy the single on Friday by the it's immediate family. And, yeah. And the documentary film that Denny Tedesco is doing is getting real close to completion. And uh, it's uh, everything's good. You know, I just want people to stay safe. Let's not rush into opening up again. Let's not do anything that slides us back behind the eight ball again. And uh, so, you know, but I, I'm thrilled to see all of you folks here. I've got to get running now, but Scotty, we'll talk and figure out what we got to do. Leland, pleasure seeing you, buddy, buddy, Thank buddy. You, Leland. And listen, yeah, good, yeah, listen, on, Lee. Leland, good luck, yes. on your, good luck on your new video with Eileen dancing naked <laughs> in the dark. Um, we've, are, we've rehearsed it and it seems to be working really well. So now we have to just step it up a notch and I have to uh, do Absolutely. what I'm supposed to do. There you go. Big she, she's Thanks, my Lee. favorite naked person on this planet. I believe it. Kisses to you, Leland. Yes. Hi, Leland. Thank you. <laughs> he shoots a bird. Oh, yeah. We forgot how to shoot a bird. Right. All right. There we go. Yay. You're the best. Love you guys. Love, Love you, you back, baby doll. 
Jesus, it's nice to know, man. If Lila, if he doesn't make it as a world famous bassist or anything, he'd always be a comedian, man. Like, yes. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Yeah, I mean, you know, people don't realize. Letting me steal your friends. My mother, my mother taught me one. No, no. Wait, listen, my mother taught me many things, but the one thing she taught me is, birds of a feather flock together. And when we're together, we yeah. sure are the same birds. <laughs> All perched on Eileen's. Yeah. I'm just a PG-13. So yeah. yeah. yeah I, <laughs> so let's. So you guys, McMahon. So has, I just want to say, Ron. I just real quick. I wanted to say, Ron. I'm so happy to see how well you are doing. You have no idea. It's just so great to see that you just whipped yourself right through that like nothing. You that's are right. a hero, and I can't wait to hang out again soon with you guys. Um, I've got to run because I got to. I'm in this car and I've got to go. But I wanted to just say thank you very much for having me on your show. And, uh, like and, said, and I'll really see you. I'll, you I'll see you when we get back from New York because I think Sue Wong is doing another party. So we'll probably see you at no, Sue. I'm inviting to Clown Motel premiere. Oh, you're coming to Clown. Yeah, I'm in he that. Doesn't know that I'm in that movie. So when I come on the yeah, screen, yeah, I think he does know it. Oh, we're going to invite well, you to the Clown Motel premiere. When I come on the screen, stand up and yell, bravo, right, and, and then sit down. No problem. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bye, Scott. Scott. Bye. Bye-bye, Scotty. Right, we'll see you guys. Take care, Bye, baby. Bye, B. Bye, babe. There you go. That was good. She loves that. Thanks. <laughs> we know such wonderful people. We really Man, do. He is so cool. He's I, so I, good. I, I mean, I'm just so, I hate to use the word blessed because it's so religious and I'm not, I'm so fortunate to have known so many people in my lifetime from Jane Russell, the movie legend, to Scott Page, to Eileen, to everybody. I just know the most wonderful people. And if I had died on the table, I would have died a content man because I, I did it. I did it all. And I'm still doing it. And I want to give you this message out there. You have a choice. You can be a victim or you could be a hero. It's up to you. If you want to play the victim, play it. The victim never wins. If you want to be the hero, get strong, get tough. Be who you are. Don't let a heart operation or cancer or anything get you down. Do not ever let an illness change who you are because you're fucked. Stay who you are and look at the illness and kick it in the face and say, you know what? Oh, what is that? Fuck, they're shooting Eileen. <laughs> two, two shots right in the nipples. Now you win a prize. You get a doll. So I don't know if you know, because I don't know how old. How old is your daughter now, Twism? Which one? Your yeah, new one. one. Yes, yeah, six months. Six months. Oh, okay. So we want to congratulate Twism on his six months. And she's a cute daughter. baby. Uh, thank you. She's adorable. You. So yeah. cute. Thanks after mom. That's why. I saw pictures. No, on no, no, not necessarily. You know, Quism, you may not be Twism. <laughs> Twism is what Twism. I call him. I've always it's called him. I've always called him Twism. Twism, listen, where I come from in Brooklyn, <laughs> when I come from in Brooklyn, if a girl girl's pussy they used to call toisil that was the french way of doing la toisil mm -hmm. that that meant a, a girl's snatch yeah yeah so when you came on as twism big piece big white piece 
I had to reinvent that, and I made you Twazio. You'll always be Twism the Twazio with the big white piece. As long as you remember me. Oh, Twizzy, you kidding? You're on my fucking page every day. How could I forget you? <laughs> oh, so, you guys, so, guys, Twism, if you guys remember uh, Furious, uh, Mark of Isnias. Hey, wait a minute. Look at Twism. You got a good package there, Twiz. <laughs> Look at I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Wait, listen. You're gonna make Eileen happy. Open those legs again. <laughs> Eileen, look. He's got a nice bunch of munch. Listen. <laughs> he, he embarrasses really easy. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> look at him. He's hung like a fucking mule. No wonder his wife adores him. But anyway, <laughs> that's a secret. Why towards it? Supposed to be? It's supposed to be. Yeah. Listen, Twiz, Twiz. Eileen got famous with her tits. I got famous with my dick. So you get famous with your dick. Oh, so I, what, what? What? What was his name? Uh. Now, now you could now you could join the tribe. I'm gonna be a Wahlberg. I get to be a Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, now Mark you could now, now you could join the, the tripod club. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, it's so good to have you back, man. So they're what, saying, hey, they're saying you. congratulations, Twism, in the chat room, but I don't know if that's for your baby or your dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it wasn't for his dick, he wouldn't have the baby. So I guess <laughs> I guess it's a big pay. It's an all-in-one. It's an all-in-one inclusive thing. So right. They're paying. They're paying homage to his dick, but let, let's get it. To, let's get it to someplace serious. What's going on? Any new music? No, he's got new. That's what I was starting to go into. So well, he, let's go he into has, it. He, he did a record, and um, he's working with Furious, who's Mark of Isnias, and the song's doing all really good. So tell us about it. Let's brag a little and tell people where to go to listen to it. Wow. Well, I mean, anywhere that I am, Spotify, you know, any of any of your musical places that you like to listen to, um, whatever your choice is, you just look at the name and uh, it's there. Icon. Um, it features Furious. And as of yesterday or today, this morning, we was at 30,000 um, and it just keeps it just keeps going. Now, one of the things that I like about it is I like the fact that it's not like 10,000 one day and then 100,000 the next day because that kind of looks fake. I like the fact that people actually get to watch it grow and they've been watching it grow because to me, part of the excitement of releasing a new song, especially, you know, when you've got a collaborator as awesome as Furious, you, you want to draw the attention, the buildup, you want to lead into the buildup. And then once you deliver, you don't want to just deliver and then walk away. You want to deliver, but you want to hand feed it to them too. You want to, you want to take that grape off that thing and kind of just be like, there you go. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what's been happening. And I think because of that, man, I get to I get to sit back and actually focus on different areas. And speaking of world star PR, like aside from Jimmy Starr and aside from Eileen Shapiro as the people, world star PR. Wow. I way to go, guys. You guys are the best. Um You've took Thank him, you, Twiz. Yeah, no, seriously, you took me from from nothing, and I mean, together we. Listen, listen, listen! Stop, <laughs> stop right there! Stop right there! Don't ever let me hear you say you came from nothing because I'll grab you by that dick and spin you around the room for an hour. Uh, All right, don't ever, don't, 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 
Don't ever say you came from nothing. That's the most serious. I'm going to beat the shit out of you when I see <laughs> you. you. You were somebody always. You just were not known. That's well, the difference. See, I love you. I love, I, I no, love but you. I don't. Wait, like, you were always no. a superstar. Uh, thank you. You know, I, 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 I remember stories that Eileen told me when she was 10 years old and she didn't have any breasts. <clears> and, she, and she felt so bad at 10 because she was flat chested that she used to pad her bra. And she went out one night to a drive-in movie and 10 guys, you know, were trying to ball her. And they found that her brassiere was filled with cotton and she cried all the way home. Now look at her. Now look at her. Now look at her. The best breast at 10 years old. You would, you I want to go back with Twism real quick. So, yeah. you guys, the name of the single is called Icon. Uh, it's Twism White Piece featuring Furious, who's Markovis Nias, who's really talented. Yeah. Um, it's on when he says anywhere you like to go, like, let's pretend like all these people are dumb as shit. Like me. Uh, all right. Well, we'll Spotify, yeah. iTunes, Apple Google Play. Yeah, Google. Well, actually, Google, I don't think is no more. They turned it into YouTube Music now or something like that, but whatever. YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, iHeart, iTunes, Pandora. I, I, I could go. I, I wish yeah. I knew all the overseas ones. I mean, it, it's it's truly one of those things nowadays where, you know, if you have the right distributor and the right package, you're literally everywhere. So, I mean, it really. Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy, will I like this? Am yes. I, I going to like this video? Yes. Well, it's not a video. It's a song. We're working on the video. We're, we're working, working on the video. video. Yeah, we're working what, on what, 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 what's, what's the song about? It's about, you know, it's about you coming run. from the lower parts of, of you know, negativity and, and rising up and becoming something and being that hero that you was just talking about instead of being a victim, being a hero. Um, oh, I, I love it already. Yeah, so. It's like a phoenix rising out of the ashes. <laughs> yeah. do, 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 you have, do you have music with it or just bullshit? No, it's it's real. Yeah, it's a real song. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, too, it's, too bad. Wait, why can't we play these things, Jimmy? I mean, what has law? What has happened to our freedom? We have absolutely, we have absolutely lost all fucking freedom in this country. Yeah, man, it's disgusting yeah. that we can't play your song. It's our right to do so. You have permission to yeah. let us do so. So what the fuck is your problem out there? Grow up, you stupid <laughs> cocksuckers. I'm telling you. America right. has America has been wonderful for four fucking hundred years. Don't think you're going to change it into some kind of tight-ass communist country. <laughs> Twiz, can you give us 30 seconds? I don't know. Huh? Can you, get a, can you give us 30 seconds of it? Give it. Uh... Fuck. They'll, they'll cut him out. I I, I was gonna say, I, mean, I could try to get it on the phone and and, and no, that way. no, 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 it could interrupt the segment. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to jeopardize them. Just no, it, no, it, it could, it could, and it could interfere with the flow of the actually, show. Actually, Twism though, B. Claudia says she found it on Spotify in Germany just now. Oh, see, I told you, everywhere, yeah, everywhere. Cool. B, you're so awesome. They're all actually, everybody in the chat room says they're wishing you great success. Everybody loves you and they think you're cute. <laughs> uh, I adore each and every one of you guys. And, you guys and, are, and, every and, day you guys make me a better person. So it's no. It's and a lot of my gay friends just said they want to see you in a speedo. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell you what, Ron, we we've got Center Island here. So you come over, we, we go. Social media pictures get taken. Sent, sent. That's Canada. I, 
I mean, the invitations there. You got to live a little, buddy. I, I've been, to, <laughs> I've I've been to Canada many times. You know, you know, there's a wonderful nude colony in Canada. Yeah, it's right there on Center Island. That's that, that's that, that's that, that's the one. It, it's, yeah, also, that's what, <laughs> it's a big gay colony, also. Um, you know, I'm not sure about that. I haven't been there personally. Yeah, so. they they run off in the Canadian. Uh, he says he hasn't been there personally. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But, 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 but the, the I'm Cana bashful. I'm bashful. The, the Canadian mountaineers sort of grab the guys and bring them up into the pine trees. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, if further up north, maybe. I don't know so much about the Toronto right. area, but you get up into the northern woodland areas, I bet. And then they sing the Canadian Don sunset. Hinton. Don, Hinton. Don Hinton says, no one in a Speedo ever, but you should see Ron. He looks really good in a Speedo. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in one. I did. I did. <laughs> Matter of fact, I have a picture. I, I hate to break it to you, but that's all false. <laughs> I have a plastic. Oh, Ron, I have a picture of it. I could put it on Facebook. I I was here for you the know what you know what I have I have okay? pictures I have pictures of your tits. You put my dick on Facebook, your tits are going on Facebook. Deal. Deal. No, no deal. You know, wait wait, look, I got a PayPal set up. We're taking, we're taking bets and donations to see yeah. this. Wait a, minute, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what? If I didn't have my daughters, I couldn't care less who saw my dick. But out of respect to my daughters, Ain't I would never truth. want that to be Ain't public. The They're both Ain't my that. Facebook friends too. No, I would never. My daughters would would. Faint. They Think about would, it. No. You only have two daughters. Twism, man. He's got like how many kids four. you have? I got. Four, I got four daughters. I got four daughters. And how many so, sons? How many two sons. Have, like, yeah, six? four daughters and two sons. So. Boy, do you fuck them out, huh? <laughs> when you're good at what you do, man. But is Why that do anything else? I mean, can your wife sit down ever? <laughs> in pain. Without being in pain, I I, I don't kiss Christ. and tell, Ron. I'm sorry, I'm not. A, I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> Eileen, if you get banged too long and you sit, does it hurt? No. Boy, we asked the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eileen, like when you're standing there, you can hear the wind blowing through. Oh, wow, that, Jimmy, that's my. See, Jimmy tries to do my jokes and he blows it. <laughs> Wow! Was, Ron, no, we, we we need to edit that one. We just we just need to cut that segment. <laughs> no, that's that's the joke that I just did earlier. You know, we live in Palm Springs, and <laughs> at at certain times of the season, the winds blow here something terrible. And Jimmy and I were out on the patio, standing there talking. And Jimmy said, "Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that howling?" And I said, "It's the wind. Now sit down; it'll stop." <laughs> didn't work the second time. Nobody, nobody got it. <laughs> I got it. I'm just bashful. I, I am bashful. I'm not, I'm not supposed to show my recognition of these inappropriate jokes, okay? <laughs> Bullshit. If you're, if you're of today's people and cool, all, all, all the young people today are so open and cool. They're wonderful audiences. Oh, shit. That I, must be old. Teresa Saban says your wife always has a smile on her face. Right. <laughs> well, Sitting there with his legs open, we know why. But listen, Twism, Twism. What now, Twiz, Twiz, Twizil, Twizil. Listen, would you go and rent Snow White for your children to see, or do you think it's morally wrong that Snow White did not give the prince permission to kiss her to wake the bitch up? Mm. 
That's a damn good question. I mean, well, that's that's what's in the news today. They I, want I, they, uh, they want to put a warning on the Snow White cartoon, stating that it's immoral because she did not give the prince permission to kiss her. Okay, I I I I'm all for you know. Um, I'm all for the new age way of, you know, being socially conscious towards every person and their and their beliefs and their chosen aspect and way of life. That's that's great. I'm all for that. Um, but at the same time, I also feel like um, if we're going to be petty, why? Then I guess petty people are petty. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't see how a Disney classic is being crucified, just like a Dr. Seuss or a or a Gone with the Wind. I mean, I respect that there are philosophical and sociological differences between now and then. Um, but the same way we have history and we talk about the different historical events, you shouldn't remove historical pieces of art, which is what Gone with the Wind is, is what is what these different Disney classics are. They are what we call motion picture works of art, meaning they're unreplicable. They're one of a kind. And somebody somebody spent hours and hours and hours doing this, and now you're drawing away from their talent and their ability by, you know, being, by being petty. ignorant, by yeah. being ignorant, being, being petty. But does that mean that you shouldn't say, "Hey, from the get go, if you have any offense with any of this stuff, don't watch this movie"? That's on other people. You know what I mean? Like, to each their own. I can't I can't tell you what you should do with your life. I can only speak for what's me and mine, right? But. You know, I think it's it's petty some of the changes that are happening in the world today. Well, that, that's that, that's I like agree. that's like I agree too. That's like our show. Uh, I forgot who it was, but somebody said it was filthy and disgusting, and the things that we talk about were so horrible and whatever. They went on and on and that's on. Our one bad review. We have one rat. One bad one, and my answer was, "Who the fuck told you to tune in?" Are these the same people sticking up for Cardi B and, and all these other people that are out there half naked on their TV screens and pushing like and retweet? Because, I mean, they're hypocritical. If, that, if that's if those are the kind of people they are, they're hypocritical. Um, this, if this, this country is full of hypocrites. Yeah, now. I mean, you know, I don't I don't I don't believe, um, you know, I, I believe in trying to always be a better person. Right. So I believe the world as a whole, we should always try to be better. Right. So the mistakes that we made from the previous year or the previous day, we should, as a whole, be able to move forward on. And I feel like, especially rappers and, and celebrities of today's world, they, they're not pushing that. They're not trying to change the world for better. They're merely writing off the social media attention that comes with speaking about said incident, whether it's, a, um, a, a, like I said, a, a socioeconomical factor oh, or whether uh, it's... Twiz, twiz. Twiz. Twiz, you're very articulate. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> Twizzy, baby, listen. One word. Money. Oh, yeah. All day. Totally. All day. Money. If it sells, money, if it sells money. that's what's most important, right? I mean, at the end of the day, everything's a business. America is a business. I mean... So at the end of the day, if it sells, it's the most important thing. So you know what? when I when I was a kid, like because so I had I had one book that I like like loved and like I, I always read. I still have it, it was how to be a fairy. No, it's called <laughs> uh, it's called I wish that I had duck feet. Has anybody ever like had that? You wish you had kid? duck feet. It's like the greatest book. And then the whole wait, book. wait, wait. You wish you had buck teeth. No, duck feet. 
And then it's about this kitten through the whole things. I wish I had duck feet. I wish I had an elephant's nose. I wish I had all. Then at the end, you find out, you know what? I'm really happy the way I am, and I'm glad that I am the way I am. Yeah, but Jimmy missed a point. He said, I I wish I had a big dick. You didn't didn't read that part of the book. They didn't have that part. That part of the book you didn't read. That part wasn't in it, or I would have wished. I ripped that page out and stuck it in my pocket. (laughs) But like, I like all those things. Like, I bet, like, Tom Sawyer. I mean, I like all the the classics of all those things. It was great. Adventures of, of Huckleberry Finn. And yeah. I, I mean, so, but w- when we start talking about things like that, you'll have a whole new generation of today's people and especially uh, but, your viral sensations. But, but wait a minute. These people today that are pulling this shit are taking away freedom. Mm-hmm. America, America was built on freedom. They came here to get free, to get away from the King of England, to get away from all the bullshit that was going on in the other world. America is the land of free. We sing about it. Let a freedom ring. Yep. Yep. And now they and now they want to take fucking freedom away. And I'm pissed off about it. Hey, Claudia yeah. says they're gonna like start putting pants on the statues of Michelangelo. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait till the Statue of Liberty. Wait till they change the Statue of Liberty. Wait, wait, wait till wait till they change uh Mount Rushmore. Wait till you see we 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 joke about it because it's a. Well, I hope I hope we I hope we vote them out of office Ah, before they do any of this. Like you said, it's it's un-American. It's all about the money. It's all about money. Yeah, but it's un-American, and I think it's time that elder people who have lived in this country for the last 50, 60, 70 years, who were very happy living in this country, the way it was run. Yes, we had corruption. Yes, we had bullshit. Yes, we had uh, bad presidents. But we also had beautiful homes, gorgeous cars, lovely clothing, movies, theater, dinner. We were a rich country and we lived well and we enjoyed our lives. Yeah. Hey, Boomer May says he actually remembers my book that I said. I wish I had that. Hey, Boomer's in the Boomer's in the chat room. Yeah, say hi to Boomer. Uh man, I follow that guy and I I he is a cool guy. I just hey, you're a cool dude, and I, I actually like following you, man. I, I think you got I well, then, the next and, the next time he sees you, he'll lick you. <laughs> he wasn't well, there for that conversation. So he doesn't know. Oh, so, you didn't know that Boomer ran around licking everybody at Sue's No, 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 that's not Boomer. That's I mean, not Boomer. Who was it? That was Chris. Chris Wise. Chris Boomer's Wise. in the chat room. Right, right. I'm Boomer's sorry. A professional football player. I know, I know, I know who Boomer is. Of course. <laughs> sorry, I got the names confused. I'm getting a little. I'm starting to get a little tired. We've only got a minute to go. Twism, tell everybody uh, your social medias and your website. Uh. See, it's Twism White Piece, and and of course the the website is official Twism White Piece, but the name is what's the most important, man. It's T W I Z M W H Y T E P I E C E. But of course, man, I don't know how well you people can see behind me, but if you see the T W P Nation here, I should actually do it this way: the lovely T W P Nation logo. Um, you can just type that in the Google search bar, and that actually brings up everything of me. It brings up all the social medias and everything. You know something? I know how you could be a lot more famous than you are. Uh, being a Wheel it's, of Fortune, Vanna White? No, 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 no. no. It's called, you, uh, your name should be Twism Big White Piece. <laughs> but then but then they're going to want me to go into different entertainment industries, and you know, I'm bad. Listen, how are, you got... You got, you got, you got you got nine thousand kids to feed. Any way you can make them naked. <laughs> All right, Eileen. You guys, Eileen is Eileen Shapiro three on Twitter, and she's Eileen Shapiro on Instagram, right? 
I don't know. You do yeah, better you than me. <laughs> and I'm I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr. He's Ron Russell's show. We want to thank everybody in the chat room for joining us. Next week we have George Chakiris, a Golden Yay. Globe an Emmy winner for the uh, movie West Side Story, and we have Ruta Lee, who's like a Hollywood Ruta icon. Ruta Lee's an old friend of mine, so it's going to be fun visiting. And you guys, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks, Leland Sklar, Scott Page, Eileen Shapiro, Twism, White Peace, and everybody in the chat room, you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next Yay. week. Bye, Bye, everybody. It was a great show. I loved it. Bye, Love all of you. Kisses <laughs> to everybody. Bye, everybody. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest news that you will to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. Ron Russell.